Hello and welcome to episode 88 of TLDR Podcast. Uh, we have another great episode in store for you once again. These last ones have been pretty fun. Uh, this week, we have the semifinals of my fast food section. Trey's going to talk about hockey per usual and his one plus one plus one thing. Very redundant, but it's cool. I don't know what else to name it. So we're going to go one plus one plus one because that's you know, what we're doing. And then uh, Tyler's doing a draft for music because there's no baseball. But before uh, we get so into sad. all that, yeah, Trey Tyler is still sad. Before we're going to get into that, though, we're going to, you know, check it with the guys as we just watched Trey and stuff his face like a psychopath right before this episode. Trey, Ew. you full yet? Um, yeah, I'm full now. Um, needed to, to kind of rush. Time was uh, time caught out to me. You know, it's not endless, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but otherwise, I'm good. Um, about to watch the Battle of Alberta while we mm-hmm. record this podcast. So... <sighs> There's going to be a lot of emotions, I'm assuming. So depending on where, especially with the food, like if, if, if shit's going downhill, I mean, I'm going to be just as crazy as I was last week. So, um, oh, tune in, oh. like, just, you know, just buckle up. Yesterday I learned, because me and Trayden went to a brewery yesterday and watched the Ducks game, which is kind of cool. Uh, but yesterday I learned that Trayden mixes all of his food together. So Tyler, are you the kind of guy that like partitions his food and like eats it in a segment? Or do you mix it all together and just stuff it in your mouth like a psycho? I definitely don't mix it all together and stuff it together. It depends on the food, right? If it's a bowl or something like that, obviously it's all mixed together. It's all good. But if it's like, like Thanksgiving dinner, for example, is a bunch of different foods. I definitely don't just mash it all together and hope um, for the best. I definitely miss it out. I, I just think that's just not how I go. I, I like, I like, I like appreciating everything individually and it encompasses as a whole. So do you ever have a turkey unless sandwich? It's, unless it's after design. Thanksgiving. Like, obviously, like, that's different, right? That's that's designed to be, like, a leftover sandwich that you eat, knowing that's going to be, like, everything mixed together. But if it's not, unless it's designed specifically to be mixed together, I'm not mixing it together. That being said, if, if a little bit of something touches something else, I'm not going to freak out about it and not eat it. No, Tyler's lying. He he gets those little plates that have the little, like, portions. <laughs> oh, my God. he puts God. it all in there to keep, like, little walls. Yeah. yeah. Those are fun, man. <laughs> It makes it easy for him because he just gets like two things. It's Actually, like you know, you guys remember when meat. we were kids? You guys remember when we were kids? They had the commercials for those plates, but they were like animal faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tyler has a bunch of those. Oh yeah, just, man. That's what he eats his Hello Fresh off. Of. Yeah, I no. still have them. <laughs> I still have no free ads. <laughs> no free ads. Hello Fresh. We're not. We're not sponsored by them yet. How many times have we <laughs> brought up Hello Fresh on this podcast? Like they need I've, to be. I've not tried. I've reached out I've to counted. them before, <clears throat> and they didn't respond. So. In case y'all have not realized, we're still a new sponsor. Feel free to sponsor us. Uh, oh. LMU Baseball, maybe. They could sponsor us. You're go. taking away Tyler for every single weekend. That's true. Tyler probably worked baseball this weekend. How'd it go? Uh, we won a game, which was good. Oh, is that your first? <laughs> uh, we're second win this season. So we're like two and eight now. Brutal. So, well, no, it's, it's, been, it's been a rough start to the season. Uh, but hopefully this, w- this win turned it around. We set our season high in runs and hits which was fairly easy to do but nonetheless uh we did that so uh hopefully we we turned a page uh but we'll but we'll find out but nonetheless it's still fun to actually be able to watch live baseball which is ultimately not what's going on in the professional side of things uh my league spring training began today though so that's that's some other baseball news that's going on so that's kind of fun uh, how come yeah, minor leagues can happen but not mlb it's different it's major league baseball, minor league baseball. They're the same, but they're different. That's a whole nother segment we can get into. Are are, are the they, they operate 
the, 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 the minor leagues don't operate under the CBA of Major League Baseball. Oh, they're, 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 they're two separate things. Are there two-way contracts in the MLB? Are there two-way contracts? Meaning yeah. They can go up and down. So, yes. Yeah. So, it kind of it, it depends on... So, why don't all the best guys go play in the minor leagues right now? Just make that the new MLB. I mean, I'm sure if they wanted to, they can train with, train with the minor leaguers if they wanted to. I'm sure that's a thing that would be allowed. They just would get paid for it. Yeah, imagine. But if they wanted a place to work out, I'm sure a lot of them are at their, are, are at the spring training complex. It's just training. Right? Well, actually, I don't know if they can because I guess they're locked out. So I guess technically they can't do that. I don't know. That's a good question. I know. Actually, actually now that I, I'm just thinking out loud. I don't think they, they are allowed to actually do that. Hence the term lockout. I want to see the visual of Mike Trout stepping up to the plate with this, like, you know, triple A baseball player is like 18 years old and just be like, okay, kid, yeah. <laughs> pitch yeah. against Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. I would love to see that. I mean, David Fletcher, James, was at our uh, one of our practices a couple weeks ago because he's is at LMU. Just, just the just starting shortstop for the Angels. It's not a big deal. Second baseman, but that's fine. <laughs> shortstop, starting infielder for the, for the, yeah. for the Angels. Gets cool. on base almost every time. Yeah. Yeah, kind of a dude. Pretty, he's pretty good at baseball. Yeah. He's, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Enough baseball. That was a great talk. intro. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, we just talk about NHL, yeah. <laughs> guys, because yeah. you know baseball season is not a thing. So who cares, right? But you know what is it? I care. Is hockey. One plus one plus one equals three. But in Traden's case, it equals numbers, stats, and a good and a bad thing. Traden, tell you. Yeah, well, I'm going to add one more. Uh, my insane thing for the week is my fucking dog going nuts right now. Um, <laughs> dude, calm down. Oh, um, chill. I have, so we got one uh, one good thing, one bad thing, one number segment uh, for hockey this week. Um, uh, you know, very similar as how we have been, um, you know, kind of doing it. It's been an interesting week, um, you know, especially with the, the Russian sanctions and all that. We're not going to get into any of that stuff. Um Dog. But it's been it's been an interesting uh, it's been an interesting uh, um, you know week. We're seeing the Pacific Division continue to get tighter and tighter um, as as we stand. We have uh, five teams from the Central in the playoffs, only three in the Pacific because um, Edmonton can't figure themselves out. Um, neither can the Ducks for some reason right now, um, and the Sharks are sitting in a second spot. So we're, we're, it's kind of weird. But anyway, my uh, my one my one good thing for the week um, it has to be the Montreal. Canadians, uh, and it's kind of uh, kind of weird. I mean, if you if you kind of skipped a few podcasts um, or whatever, we were just talking about this team having probably the worst season of their entire history. And in the last eleven games since they've got their new coach, uh, Martin Saint Louis, who's this is his first uh, go at it as a as a head coach, um, as a, as a coach in general, but beyond uh, amateur peewee hockey, uh, it's it's been very good, guys. Um, we are seeing uh, Martin St. Louis is seven and four in his, in his last uh, 11 games in his first 11 games um, as a, as a head coach in the NHL, Dominic, Dominic Ducharme for uh, context went eight 30 and seven before he got the boot. So, wow. Um, quite, <laughs> quite a turnaround. And I think James, I think the biggest turnaround for, for this team, you know, obviously they're playing much better, but I look at how, you know, we're, we're not expecting them to make the playoffs. We're not expecting them to, you know, at the end of the day, that doesn't matter. It's it's how the team and how the, especially the young players are kind of trending. You know, you can't have the, you can't have those young players learning that losing is okay. And so I look at, at Cole Caulfield, 
in particular. And I know this is a guy that you've, uh, you've talked about in the past on this podcast, very, very bad start, but has greatly turned it around since uh, Martin St. Louis um, was behind the bench. Um, you know, what, what are your thoughts, you know, about maybe this uh, Cole Caulfield, um, re- re- you know, relationship with Martin St. Louis and how, uh, how do you think, you know, he's going to fare the rest of the season? And, you know, I guess, what do you think about Cole Caulfield going in the last part of the season here? I love it, man. I, uh, I think before Cole Caulfield was a product of Dominic Ducharme and how the old coaching staff treated him because Ducharme was part of that coaching staff that didn't pull Caulfield up. Right. And he sat Caulfield for the first couple of playoff rounds. And so there was kind of a lot of resentment there, I feel like, but now he's playing under somebody who actually might believe in him a little bit more. And with that trust comes greater responsibility. And this guy's stepping up. Cole Caulfield is a good player. He's shown flashes of it in the past, in the playoffs, on the big stage. You've seen it before. And now it's just somebody believes in him. And that goes a long way. And this guy has a lot of potential, guys. He's so fast. He's one of the, probably one of the fastest players in the NHL right now. What it comes down to is, is he physical enough or can he sustain an entire season? And the more we see him play in the NHL, the more we say, yeah, he can. Because he hasn't been injured all that often. He's been sent down a couple times because of Ducharme. But now with this new coaching staff, it's not looking likely. It's now focus on the young guys and focus and see how far they can come. So we see what we have. So now we know what we need for the future. Yeah. I mean, look, for context, Cole Caulfield is a small guy. Um, and if anybody has been a fan of hockey in the last you know, 15, 20 years, you know that Martin St. Louis was is a undrafted hall of famer and he was a five i'm gonna say five seven maybe five eight hockey player completely disregarded because of his size and he's always lived his life with a chip on his shoulder saying you know i can you know i'm I'm gonna show you and he did and he did in, in in every facet of his career and now he sits here in the coaching position and everyone was saying hey um you know you're not gonna be able to do this you can't do this and clearly he's 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 doing something and it's not like they changed the team. Like the, that's the only change. So, and Cole Caulfield uh, again, for, for context, you know, his biggest idol was Martin St. Louis. So imagine James, just imagine you, you you play hockey, you're idolizing this one player and all of a sudden he's your coach, you know, one morning. I mean, it's just it, that alone is enough for you to get up for, for games. Um, you know, let alone the issues that he had with the other coach, if he had any, um, but he's he's had multiple uh, multi-point games in the last 11 games. Um, he's almost he's almost hitting a point per game. Well, he's definitely a point per game, but he he's only missed two games where he hasn't had a point. I mean, he's been just lighting the lamp these days. And so I guess, Tyler, I want to ask you how, you know, I know this is not going to be a successful year for the Montreal Canadiens, but I mean, I mean, how do you how do you like their trend and. And um, what would you consider a, I guess, successful end of the year from this point on? Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed kind of the, one of the reasons why I think uh, Caulfield has been done so well under St. Louis because he's the exact same kind of guy. Um, you know, those are kind of coaches. When you have a coach that was that player that was an undrafted player or a guy that really had to grind and really he wasn't like a Wayne Gretzky. And it's not a knock on Wayne Gretzky, but I'm sure Wayne Gretzky, probably not the greatest coach in the world. Because he just had this unnatural talent that it was just easy for him, right? He had to work his fucking ass off to be as good as he was. I think that translates much better to being a great coach. 
Um, and I think that's why you're seeing the success he has. You know, I think there's also a culture shift in like, I think uh, St. Louis, he, he coaches to win, not to avoid losing. Um, I think that it's a, it's a small difference when it comes to sports, when you coach, when you, when you play to win, not to avoid losing, that's, that's a huge mental mind shift. I think that's what you're seeing there in, in Montreal. I think that enough is a reason to celebrate the success for this season. The fact that you've gotten rid of just a bad culture, a bad toxic environment, and hopefully shift over to an environment that wants to win, not just accepts me, uh, me, me, mediocrity. You know, um, I think that's a win. Hopefully they sign this guy to a long-term contract. I think he's a fantastic coach. I think he's the type of coach that a lot of these, especially young players, can relate to and he's going to develop these guys in the pure winners because that's what he did he he knows how to do that he knows how to go from being a guy that's overlooked that, that that's, that's got a chip on their shoulder and translate that into success at the biggest stage um so i think this is a great move for them i think that they've certainly turned a corner there in in, in montreal um hopefully that can continue happening and you, and you just sometimes you you have a season that's just so shitty you know, you just want to take something out of it. Like, you know, I mean, like you, you've had a season just because you don't make the playoffs or you, don't, or you don't, don't, don't have a winning record. Like what's something you can take from this season? For me, it's the culture change in Montreal. That's what you take from this season. I, and, I, and I believe that, that that has happened under the new coach. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're, I think you're, you're right on the money there. I mean, he, like I said, he, he's had a, he's had quite the adversity that he's faced and he's overcome it in every, in every, you know, step of the way. And he's clearly taken on this role. And even if, even if he's there to be, I I hate to use the word um, snitch, but uh, clearly there's some issues within the organization that, you know, bringing in an outsider was, you know, was part of the process that, uh, that um, uh, Jeff Gordon kind of, you know, thought, you know, when he brought in Martin St. Louis, obviously front office and now the coaching staff have all been replaced since the beginning of the season. So um, even if he's not re-signed, at least he's going to be able to give some perspective to Jeff Gordon um, there and, you know, and, you know, put him in a direction whether, whether or not he's going to be the coach next year, we'll see. But um, I I so far have to tip my hat to to him. I have to tip my hat to Jeff Gordon and and all those players because they're, you know, when you're a young player, you can't, you can't learn to lose. I mean, regardless, regardless, I mean, I'm sure the fans are punching the air because now they're going to lose out on the Shane Wright uh, lottery, (laughs) but you know, you can't, you can't be playing for that. And it it just is not good for when you, when you have a Cole Caulfield, I mean, he's a, he's, he's going to be an elite player. Um, Jeff Preachy's playing a lot better. Nick Suzuki is, is your, is your cornerstone. So um, congrats. I'm James. I'm sure you're, you're kind of smiling a little bit to see Montreal just, just to see them do well. Um, on the other ledger, uh, my bad thing is the Vegas Golden Knights lately, guys. Gold, Vegas Golden Knights are just not—they're—they're they're just not looking great. <laughs> not golden. Uh, yeah. Ever since <laughs> I, I mean, here's the thing, and if you re- if you read my um my power rankings this week, I talk about them, and I rank—I forget where I ranked them, but um, you know, they're four, five, and one in the last ten. They just put Mark. They, I mean, obviously, they put Mark Stone on um, on IR at the same time that that uh, uh, Jack Eichel came into the fray. I think a lot of people may look at you know at headline and say that Jack Eichel is is not fitting in with the team or yada yada yada. But his points and the fact that he you know just came off a, a major surgery would suggest that he's doing fine. Um, in my mind, 
and may actually, I guess I want to ask James, um, how much do you think this team misses their captain, Mark Stone? So much. Abs. Oh my. Yeah. A lot, a lot, a lot of people, because they put Mark Stone on IR and they brought in Jack Eichel, like you said, they were like, oh yeah, we're not going to lose all that much, but they brought in a circle to replace a square. You can't, it, it, you can't different replace players. Mark Stone, different players. Exactly. Mark Stone is more of a physical guy who doesn't really care if he scores or not. Cause for a long time, he wasn't really on the point sheet. He was kind of just doing his thing. He's all like Philip Denoa's when we talked about Philip Denoa last week. He's the kind of guy that's in the right spot at the right time, makes the right place. And if his stats show it, great. If they don't, also great because he's the captain and he knows his worth to this team. Jack Eichel is more of just the scorer. Like Jack Eichel came from a losing franchise, a franchise that lost so much, and he grew up in this NHL system losing. So now he's put on this team that's a winner, and he only does one thing in that score. He can't really do much else because he hasn't really learned to kind of give that grit because you're going to make the playoffs because he, it's rough up in Buffalo. And so now he's coming to a place where his scoring necessarily isn't necessarily what they need. It's his physicality or if it's just being at the right spot at the right time. And it's weird for him because for the longest time, he was just a scorer. It's trying to find a new spot in the system for him and trying to play, replace Mark Stone. It's, a, it's tough to do. Um, and Jack Eichel won't be that player. No, They're very different players. He'll never be the kind of guy that Mark Stone is. And it's up to Vegas to kind of look within and see who else can step up because it's not going to be Jack Eichel. No, it, I mean, it's, it's not going to be Jack Eichel to step up in that direction. I, th- I exactly. think to your, to your point, he, he, did get bring, he did get brought on to score, and you, they can't expect him to change that because we, everybody knows on this podcast that Vegas has had an issue with scoring for the longest time. Um, I will, I do find it interesting. I mean, I, I would expect Mark Stone to be back by the, and I could be wrong. So don't, don't quote me. I expect him to be back at least by playoffs. I would not be, I mean, at the very least they might pull a, um, a Tampa Bay and bring him in at, you know, right there. The problem is, I don't know if they're going to make it. They have the same, they're, they're looking like the Oilers right now where they're just like, I think if we win, we could trade their spot. You know, we, we, we move in there. I could be wrong. Um, or it might be like one or two points. I could, I could check right here. No, we're, we're, we're four points behind, but we're also have a game in hand. So it, it, it's pretty tight. That's close. It's pretty tight. Um, and just the way they're training is not very, is not, is not looking good, but, um, Jack Eichel's looking, he's looking fine. I mean, I, I can't, I can't dog on him. Um, I'm actually, it, it's actually, to me, it's pretty surprising that he's, he's come back and he's, he's playing 18 to 20 minutes a game. I mean, at, after just major surgery, that's quite impressive. And he's almost at point per game status right, right from there, which is, which is, which is good to see. Um, but I guess I want to ask Tyler, I mean, you have not been, no, the, the two guys on this, well, formerly on this podcast that um, were Kings haters. I, I'm sorry, Knights haters. They absolutely hated the Knights. You, you and I were a little, are just a little bit more neutral. Like yeah. we, we appreciate them. So I want to ask you, given given the trend, I mean, are you worried for the Vegas Golden Knights? I'm worried. Um, this this could potentially be a really disastrous season, and then could leak not only to this season, but for I think a long period of time. Because you look at where how this team is structured, they got a lot of money going into guys that um, just are injured a lot or are going to be free agents soon. Um, and there's not a lot; they don't have a lot of cap space. They pretty much build it up, so this is the team you're working with at the moment. Um, and if it's not going to succeed, that's going to be a major rebuild. And I think you'll see a very different Golden Knights team starting next season um, than you do right now, especially if they don't make the playoffs. Um, 
so yeah, I'm pretty worried. I mean, I saw a stat online that said uh, the forwards of the Golden Knights have scored just 36 goals in the last 22 games. And that, that's about averaging just over a goal and a half from their forwards. They get the, the, the position that you're supposed to be scoring, right? Now that's, a, that's a pretty shitty average mm-hmm. um, for those that don't know. Um, you want to probably see that number probably, probably closer to three, right? Um, so it's, it's a problem. Leonard, I think, is a big question mark how he's going to perform if he can stay healthy too. There's just so much health problems, as, we, as you mentioned, with, uh, with, with, with Stone. A lot of guys that just, I mean, um, Carlson, where's he been at, man? Like, right. he just had a, just a shitty season. Um, a lot of these guys that are supposed to be their dogs just are not performing very well at the moment. And then, like I said, there's still a good chunk of the season. Maybe it's just a lull right now. But as you also mentioned, they've had a pattern of not being able to score. And I don't, and it's kind of the same group of guys. So I don't really know. I don't really have faith that that's going to change a whole lot. Mm-hmm. They just have to have the faith that they can, you know, short some things on the, on the defensive side. They have to play elite defense to make this run. Um, and that's a lot of pressure putting on one side of the puck. Um, like, I don't think they can do much at the trade deadline. Like, what are they going to really do? You know what I mean? Like, they're kind of stuck with the team they got. So I'm, yeah. I'm pretty worried for the Golden Knights right now. Yeah, the, the, the one thing I'll, I'll say to that is the Golden Knights have, have never not been in some, some person, like some player. Like, they're, they're, they always find a way to fucking add a guy. Always. Like, it's just it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I know, whether, whether, whether that means they're sending away a, 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 a one of the OG Golden Knights for the year. I mean, for this year, it could be, uh, it could be William Carlson. He might go back. He might leave. I mean, we don't know. I mean, those guys that were, that were uh, drafted there in the expansion draft aren't safe. And so we'll we'll see. I I think that their main focus is to look, they can't miss the playoffs. It just, they can't. I mean, the, 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 they, they just can't afford that. Um, I think that they're going to find any way they can to get into the playoffs. And their main focus is to fit Mark Stone into the fray. Whether that, whether that's before or after um, the, uh, the the playoffs, and I think that depending on what his injury is, clearly it's something. Whatever that injury is, if they are in need of him to make it, that's their deadline move. That's you're moving a guy out for nothing so that they can just fit him in because you, you they can't right now they can't they can't fit him in. So um, so it's either I, I, either they're crossing their fingers that they can make it to the playoffs, or they're going to have to bring him in earlier, and we're going to see someone leave. So, um, we'll see, we'll see how the next couple of weeks goes. Um, I think, I think that there's a lot of thought, you know, there's, there's a little bit of worry, but you know, all these good teams go through these lulls. Um, and you know, I, I am, while I am worried, we'll, we'll see where we'll see everything, how everything, um, pans out at the end. My number, my number is two. And that is the number of hat tricks that, it, that this player scored. Um, and, in one week and better yet, it was in back-to-back games. Um, that is Jason Robertson of the Dallas stars. This kid, this kid put in back-to-back hat tricks. I mean, <laughs> I, I haven't heard of, I, I don't know the last time that even happened. Um, and, and I'm, and I'm going to look it up while I, I ask a question, but <laughs> cause I'm going to have to, Not me um, but, um, Look, he. This is a guy that. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw his. If you guys look on YouTube, um, his first hat trick against uh, the Winnipeg Jets. It, just an amazing hat trick. I mean, he was in the right spot at the right time in every single one of those plays. His first goal was absolutely stunning. Just absolutely um, robbed 
looked um, like made made Hellebuck look like a fucking idiot in that uh, in that moment. And then his final goal where he hustled on his on his last you know bit of bit of fuel that he had gets tripped up scores and then he like slides in the boards and just lays on the ice because he's so damn tired but he scored like he's you know every goal was a he wasn't he wasn't flashy about it he was you know he just he just you know you know celebrated with his friends or with his teammates and he's just i think he's underrated and i guess i want to tyler i want to ask you i mean have you even heard about this guy before (laughs) Honestly, no. But I mean, I think that's what's great. You love to hear these guys that just, you know, pop out of nowhere and, and light, the, light the league on fire. I love this shit. I love it in, in any sport where you got this like no name, nobody who really doesn't have expectations um, and just comes out and just does amazing things. I mean, back to back hat tricks. Like I said, I'd, I've never heard of that either. I don't know if it's ever happened. Maybe like a long ass time ago when they didn't really, really play defense in, in, the, in, the, in the NHL. I don't know. Um, but it's it's awesome. I love it. And I mean, not only is, is is he on fire, the Dallas Stars also too. They're they're starting to make a little bit of a run here. Yes, and they're they are. and they're currently in a playoff spot. Um so they're they're making that Western conference that's already pretty much of a log jam, even more so of one. Um so yeah, he's he's definitely I think lighting that city up, lighting that team up. Um love to see it. I just I, I love it when guys just come out of nowhere and just you're like, Who the hell is this kid? I love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks like Ovechkin was the last one to do it back. Uh, in of course it was Ovechkin. That makes sense. Uh, of course it was Ovechkin. Yeah. Um, James, have you, for, I want to ask you, my question is, are, have you heard about this guy and should we have heard about this guy considering he has 101 games played in the NHL and he has a hundred points, this yeah. guy, is, and this season he has 47 games and is, and has 54 points, uh, a 20 uh, plus minus is clearly underappreciated in some respects and do you think that i mean are you feeling good about the dallas stars right now clearly you guys don't listen to me when i talk because when we did this uh the dallas preview dallas stars preview for the nhl previews a while ago i definitely mentioned this guy because i do like the dallas stars quite a bit and i followed them when they're in the bubble and jason robertson was one of my points of interest because he's young and he's up and coming. Like he's been getting better and better each and every year. And last year he had missed a couple games and that kind of caused a little bit of their downfall. He's a key cog in this system because of his ability to pass. He's not necessarily a scorer, but he is a passer. And right now he's kind of getting rewarded for all of his hard work. Seven goals in this month, which is in three games. So in three games, he has seven goals. He's never eclipsed more than six this season. He's already outscored last, last month's pace, which was six. And the month before that was also six. And in January, it was five. Like this dude is finally getting rewarded for his hard work. And maybe it's because people, other teams are watching film and realize that, hey, he's just a passer. We can sag off of him in shooting situations. And now he's taking advantage of it because now he's in the right spot at the right time that he's always been at, but has always passed out of it. But now he gets to take the shot. And it's cool to see somebody like this who's young, who's hardworking, who's part of a good system, finally get rewarded for his hard work. It's good to see. Yeah, you say that you say that he's known for his passing, and he has more goals and assists this year, <laughs> and that helps when you score seven in three yeah. in three games. Um, and James, I think you you made a good point that he missed a couple games last season, and you know he's already eclipsed points there um, in less games, um, as you mentioned. But he was second in the Calder vote, which means you'd have to think that if he doesn't miss any games, he's probably not missing out on the Calder Trophy. Um, you know, what last year? Uh, is it Kirill Kaprizov? Because I mean, that's hard to beat. 
It was uh, it was Kaprizov. The problem you can't, it's was, hard to beat that. It is hard to beat that. The problem that I had is that the kid, the Kaprizov, is like 24 years old, and I know that he's technically a rookie, and that's also the question about. Um, um, I'm trying to. I'm drawing a blank on the 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 uh, the kid who's currently, you know, in the oh bunting in over in uh, in Toronto. Kid's like 24, 25. I'm sorry, 26 years old. You, you can't. Like, I know that's a rookie, but it's like the kid is just already just bigger and has. It just to me, it just it, it leaves a sour taste in my mouth. Obviously, um, a 21 year old win, winning a a rookie, you know, rookie of the year would just just seems right. But I guess you can't beat Kaprizov. To your point, you just you just look too good. But um, J- James, do you think this team's gonna make the playoffs? It's always a possibility. I mean, they're close as it is, and every unless you're like the top in the Western conference, everybody's spread out by like two or three points. Trade deadline hasn't happened yet. Once the deadline hits, I think you get a really good point. You get to see who's going for it, who's not. So I think this is a question we answer when the trade deadline happens. Um, but until then, there's always a chance unless you're Vancouver, in which case you have a 9%. <laughs> which uh, is the Vancouver Ducks have a better it's, chance than the Ducks right now. Yeah, I understand oh. the Ducks aren't going to make it, bro. And Does they're at 21%. That? I, I, I really, I'm, you know how badly I'm hoping. And, and here's the thing. You guys don't know what's I'm just sticking in my guns. You this don't know. I know you are. And, and that's awesome. I need more. I need more and more clips because there is something big that's going to happen if they make it on this podcast. And I'm going to shove it in your face so fucking hard. And I'm going <laughs> to gloat about it the Pause. entire for 15 minutes. And that's all we're going to talk about. Um, that's super exciting. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> they're not making it. But that's fine. Um, look, they're, you know, they Dallas is, is looking, is looking good. Seven, two and one, the last 10, one, the last four Minnesota is not looking too hot. They're two and eight in the last 10. I mean, I could see Dallas taking that spot. Nashville's is right on their heels too. So, um, you know, it, it's good to see Dallas kind of figure it out. They're always, they're always so it's such an enigma for me see, I don't know what they are and it looks like they're finally starting to figure it out, but, um, you know, they have a lot of talent and they just not, just don't seem to really figure it out. But at the end, but it looks like they're trending in the right direction. But Jason Robertson, congratulations on what a great week. I think you already we already can give him player of the month and it's seven days. in. <laughs> Three games later, <laughs> Three games in. I mean, it's pretty safe to say that he's already on the right pace and we'll see if he just continues to, to light the lamp. But um, that's that's all I got. That's all I got to this week. One plus one plus one equals Great segment. Good job, Trenton. We're going to take a quick break, but when we return, Tyler's going to talk music and drafts, a music draft. I have no idea that's going to work, but here we go. Welcome back, everybody. Trayton is turned around as being weird. I don't know what that is, but the fact of the matter is we're having a music draft, and I got the rules explained to me probably two minutes ago. I already forgot him, so I think oh. Tyler's going to explain it again, hopefully. Otherwise, I might lose, but I never lose, but it's okay. Tyler, you're up. <laughs> Great. All right, so this is the first time that we've done this on TLDR, and I'm excited to try it out. Um, we're going to basically do – it's a music festival draft. So we're going to go like a normal fantasy football draft or what, how you'd have. We're going to go in order, uh, one, two, three, um, and then we're going to go by genre. So we're, we're, gonna, we're all each going to select the country artists, rock, hip-hop. We're going to go down the list. We're going to do five artists each um and obviously we can't pick the same one so if someone oh, selects God. an artist you can't pick the same guy it's just exactly like fantasy right if 
you know, trading picks Connor McDavid for fantasy hockey, James, you can't get Connor McDavid. That's not how that works. Um, so once the dry side, was better. Yeah. So one, once, once the bander artist is off the board, they're off the board. So we have to have completely different lineups here. And at the end, we're, and then we're going to post this on our, on our, uh, social media. Uh, we're gonna let you guys decide, you know, which one wins. So like, basically we're creating a, uh, music festival lineup. Which one do you most want to attend? Which one is the best one that you'd pay your best money for to go see? So we're going to test our music taste knowledge and see what the public thinks. So I'm really excited to do this. Um, I'm going to do the draft order based on how we, how we finish in our fantasy football league this season. Um, so trade in, that means you get to go first because you finished second in our league. James, you get to go second because you finished third and I get to go last because I finished fifth. So <laughs> That's how that's James, you're actually in a solid spot. I mean, you get the middle pick every freaking time. Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, I okay. forgot. I thought I finished last this year. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. No, you did not. Um, so that's how we're gonna do it. So Traden is gonna lead us off. He is the number one picked for the genre country or the country genre. Um <laughs> <laughs> fucking words are hard. Um so Traden in the first round of the 2022 TLDR music festival draft pick. Trade and read selects. Luke Combs. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> Who, right. I mean, everybody why? knew that. Why that are you good. picking Luke Combs? Like, why? What makes him superior to everybody else? True. That's that's um, a, that's a doesn't really matter. Why does anybody get picked first? It's just you think that he's the best. So why that's... do you think he's the best? If we, no answer, if we answer that question, we'll never get done with the segment. <laughs> it's really not going to take that long, man. It's only 12 <laughs> picks. No, it's not. It's fifth. It's twenty. How's it twenty? Five times. You're Five right. Times All right. Yeah, we gotta go. My pick. My pick is next. <laughs> oh, okay. Luke Combs, number one overall pick. Great choice, Traden. Obviously, that was my number one, but I, he's off the board for me. So, but the good thing is, I got backups because I prepared. James, who is your country artist that you're gonna set as your lineup? Chris Young. Right. Because he's my favorite artist yep. of all time. So I'm going to go with that one. That's all a right. great pick. Chris Young for Mr. Tyler has no idea who that is. <laughs> no, I do. I know he's your favorite. I know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not the biggest fan of Chris Young. I, I'm sure he's great. Uh, we'll see what the public thinks. Wait, Tyler, I guess, we're, yeah. I guess my question is, are we, doing, are we each getting five country singers? No. Oh, okay. Then, yeah. Link, Luke Combs, obviously, because he just is kind of killing it right now. He's just – he's. Yeah, he's yeah. It's a great choice. He's one of the hottest country he's artists. One of the out. hottest country singers right now. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, dude. Um, like, like I said, that was my number one pick. So I have to go with my second option here. But I'm gonna go with Zach Brown Band as my uh, country band. They're one of the best of all time. Um, I've 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 seen them live before. They're fantastic. They 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 put on a great show. Uh, they've got I don't even know probably five or six albums at this point. So they got a a lot of songs to to choose from. A lot of good hits. So I'm gonna go with Zach Brown Band. As my country artist, there's so many on the board still. Like, obviously. oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, I, I mean, I know, it's, it's I know, it's just like crazy, no matter. It's, it's gonna be hard for the public to choose because it's like we've only got three of us, so it's gonna yeah. be it's, it's gonna be pretty good. All right, so shifting over to round two, or or yeah, to round two, we're gonna go with the rock genre. Um, so I guess I get to go first since we're doing stage. You did that on purpose because you knew you're gonna be last. So you for sure get imagine dragons you are a cheater maybe maybe not <laughs> i don't know cheater way anyway, i'm cheating. what if we do hip-hop next we we we, we are doing hip-hop next you said no hip-hop now well, you want to hit instead of 
Yeah, see hip hop now. Now imagine it's more pop than rock. I, I've, I've, I've got tons of rock guys, so <laughs> fuck it. Well, let's, let's do hip hop now. Challenge accepted, James. All right, let's do hip hop instead. I'll I'll go first. This is where I fail. <laughs> Again, yeah, I'm not the biggest hip hop fan. As you probably, I got you. I'm gonna destroy um, you. <laughs> but actually, I have seen a couple of live hip hop artists, and I actually do enjoy it as a live art. Um, but I'm gonna go with my pick. Um, I'm gonna go with Eminem. Um, probably oh, the course. obvious choice. That's what I would have picked. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make. First of all, it's because y'all you saw him at the Super Bowl, so you're like, oh yeah, I remember him. I know. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> like, dude, that that argument makes zero sense. Yeah, y'all don't know. Yeah, no. Eminem. Eminem is like he's yeah. one of the greatest of all time. Let's just yeah, put it that way. you know he's great. Um, I'll, I'll if you guys want to know my other two later, we'll figure that out later. But uh james you've got the second pick for hip-hop who do you got j cole hands down this dude is a lyrical genius Trayton yeah, has dude. no idea he's never heard his voice before but j cole is so good he speaks about relatable stuff and it's just, it's stuff that helps people live life it's not just dumb rap talking about getting girls and doing drugs he knows his stuff he graduated summa cum laude like he is a smart dude i love it um Trayton, i'm very interested to see who your hip hop pick is here? I mean, it's got, I guess, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you know what I know because he was in the halftime show. <laughs> no, but but dude, you have to know that we don't. When you don't listen to hip, you don't. I didn't grow up listening to hip hop. I, I didn't listen to any, and especially where I came from, there wasn't just there wasn't much hip hop to listen to. That was it. So you, you just go with what you know. I mean, I could have thrown through in Drake, but I'm not a huge Drake fan. So yeah, I don't like Drake. Why is R and B not a option for us right here? Why is that not a genre? It is a genre. I just didn't think it was a big. It could be your wild genre. card. It could, it could be a wild card. That's why I put the I put the wild card in there for that exact reason. Because there's like freaking twenty plus genres of music, so you can put if you want to put your R and B guy in your wild card, feel free. Um, so there you go. So we got J Cole, Snoop Dogg, and Eminem for the hip hop artists. We're moving on to rock now because James um, so adamantly wanted it to be this way, even though um, it's not actually a <laughs> pop artist. But whatever, that's fine. Well, I'm not going to pick him just to put Tyler, just make him feel nervous. All right, whatever. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, trading, you have the first, you have the first pick for the rock genre. Who do you got? It's got to be ACDC. Oh, nice. ACDC is the most, is just classic, classic rock. Um, I mean, everybody knows at least one of their songs, if not, well, almost an entire album worth of songs. I mean, they're just, they're iconic. Yeah. There's not much I, you know, there's not much more to say. <laughs> Thunderstruck, baby. I love it. Um, I drank to that a lot. That's a great one. Uh, James, you could, early in our group chat, you said you only knew of one rock band, <laughs> which is crazy because oh, there's like a lying. bajillion of them. There's also um, a bajillion rappers. There is. I mean, there's a bajillion of everything. But, but very similar, yeah. James. You probably didn't grow up much with rock, so you can, you can appreciate what we go I grew up with a lot of yeah. R&B. So I'm going to pick Linkin Park. I feel like that's a dude, solid the, choice. It is a solid choice. The lead singer is not with us anymore, though. So how are you going to have Linkin Park there? Dude, dude. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was going to throw AC, like a DC. Like, you can't say that. It's got to be true. Historic, right? Bro, ACDC can't even sing no more. What do you mean? Actually, I think they're still touring, but I could be wrong. <laughs> they are. They're still around. They're still doing shit. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. Let's just let's throw away. Uh, I hope so because my next pick is, is definitely right. dead. 
we definitely didn't set the rules that we could say a live or or dead artist. I was assuming it would be like guys. Uh, I don't think Lincoln Parks toured since the passing of Chad Beddington. No, I don't you know can't. how 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 would you do that? Let me well, tell. I, people do it all the time. Like, Journey does it. Queen does it. Just saying. I, I guess. I guess. Oh yeah, you can. They. Um. I don't you know who get was. someone guy. But I. Yeah. I mean, Chad Bennington's hard to replace. But they said that about you know Eddie or uh, Freddie Mercury and all those other guys. So uh, I almost said uh, Eddie Mercury. <laughs> I forget uh, which. As an anecdote for other people who give a shit. Um. I forget which band it was, but apparently their lead singer had passed, and they and they found a cover band singer that was like so good that they yeah. they, they hired him to be the I mean, you can do it man and he, I mean, he was probably better than yeah. the original singer Ooh, that's I just mean, brutal there's a lot of talent out there guys that sound a lot like certain singers you know so i'm sure you can find a chad bennington s guy and i'm sure at some point lincoln park will probably go back out um obviously it's still fairly fresh um i think what happened probably four or five years ago or something around that time so um but i mean i love lincoln park that was one of my favorite bands of all time so that was a super sad day when that when uh uh chad bennington passed away but uh yeah i like that pick james great great pick uh we'll let it count because i didn't specify um that was my bad <laughs> all that stuff. but it's all good uh so my pick is gonna go with my favorite rock band i mean imagine dragons you can argue with enough if, if they're rock or not obviously they definitely have pop influence to it whatever they also have a, they also have some hip-hop influence in there as well they got a lot of shit going on um but to me at the end of the day it's a guy playing drums a guy playing bass a guy playing guitar and you got a guy singing that's rock music to me um so that's what the man dragons is that's what they are they're i've seen them live four times i would love to see them again um they put on an amazing live show if you guys have not seen them uh and like i said they're at this stage right now where they, they just keep putting out hits uh, they came out with a new album recently. They still got a couple more songs on the radio right now. Uh, they're they're absolutely killing the game. Uh, so I'm going to go Imagine Dragons as, as my rock band. Um, so moving mm-hmm. on to the pop genre, um, I got the first pick here. I'm going to go with my girl Halsey, okay, as, as uh, my, my, my pop pick. Uh, I've been a fan of Halsey for a very, very long time, even before she really became really big. Um, I think this this girl is amazing she does it she puts on a, a lot of good music really 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 artistic uh really unique uh she's she, she's she's got her own flavor she's got a lot of big hits um and she puts on a great show i've also seen her live as well so i'm gonna go with halsey as my pop hit uh james who do you got for your pop artist i'm gonna go with justin bieber dead serious the Biebs. honestly his, his stuff is catchy and it's fun to listen recent to stuff is yes his recent stuff, yeah. But I mean, at the time, we kind of grew up with him. He's like our age, right? So at the time, he was like the stuff he was talking about, we were kind of going through. But we were going through this like toxic masculinity stage. We're like, oh, I don't want to listen to him because he talked like it, it's weird. But if you put that all away and listen to his music as we grew up with it, it's like, wow, like we were going through the same stuff at the same time. And one of his best songs right now, Ghost, dude, that is lyrical genius right there. Great song, super catchy. It's in my head all the time now mainly because I hear it everywhere I go, but it is what it is. Justin Bieber, he's, he's on it right now. He is. I used to not be the biggest fan of his, but I think his last like two or three albums, I've actually genuinely enjoyed his music. Um, I think he's, he's, he's come a long way, that little Canadian guy. So, um, <laughs> Trayden, who's your pop guy or girl? I'm, I, okay. I'm going to say, 
I have a I have a I have a first one, and if you don't want to count him, that's fair. And I have a backup. Okay, Michael um, Yes, it's the King of Pop. He I, I, look. I looked. I thought this was a. I thought this was a thing from the, the history. At least Mike can still play without my lead singer. Right now. Yeah, but that, Michael Jackson's a zero. <laughs> but but that, that's like, who's your second? Really special. It's like I thought this was a best of the best. This is a. This a, was like if you're making a music festival right now. Like who are you choosing? Okay, it's Sir Elton John. Elton John. Okay, I'm gonna put that one. I like that. That's a good pick. Elton John's awesome. Is that it? That's just Elton John. You're not gonna. I mean, I <laughs> no reason. <laughs> I, look, I, I was gonna, I was gonna come on this podcast and 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 talk up Michael Jackson because he is the king. Like he he was he the greatest ever. Do it and and. Uh, that kind of got shot in the dark. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Sir, Sir Elton John, it is. The and he's actually on commercials no. now. So he's, st- he's still kicking and he's still k- killing it. So, all right. I like it. Um, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to ask the Michael Jackson. I'm going to give you Lincoln Park James just because, as you said, it's just one member of the band that is, that is no longer with us. But you probably could find some other people to replace that and you could still have the main band still be intact. Um, same with. You can't replace Michael Jackson because he's can't, the can't replace Michael Jackson. That means I have to really think about the next one. Shit. Yeah. Okay. This is going so well right now. Oh, uh, so finally, <laughs> finally, we have our wild card. So this is basically, it's a wild card. So it can be any genre of music. It can be some random crazy one. Um, so I'm really interested to see what we got here. So trade in. Oh my God. Wild Dude, card I have pick. no idea. I, you know what? I was going to come on here and say Coltrane. 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 Like jazz, the greatest jazz musician to ever live. You can't because he's. I don't think he's, he's with dead. us anymore. <laughs> like, what the hell, guys? Okay, um, how about how about this? How about because it's 2022 and we have this technology, we'll do the holograms. Graham Coltrane. Does that work for you? Yeah. Okay. Because I can't have I can't I can't have your entire lineup be dead people. That's <laughs> right. So on the YouTube one. channel. I'm, I'm Man, I I, I, I really <laughs> missed the assignment on this one. Okay, I'm giving you Your one. Thailand of can be dead. Call hologram Coltrane. Okay, listen to the. But seriously, guys, listen to the Coltrane. All right, I'll listen to Coltrane after this. Uh, James, who's your wild card? Uh, I'll give you five bucks if you guys know who this is, but it's Russ. Russell Anybody? Wilson. Russell Westbrook. And <laughs> that's no, just Russ. He has a R-U-S-S? song right now. It's called him. Yeah, R U S S. He has a song right now called Handsomer, and it's super catchy. It's like I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Love it. That thing. Every single morning, that's what I wake up to, man. That's my motivation. Try to get some money so I can be handsomer because my face ain't doing it. Um, but <laughs> the fact of the matter is, he's really cool because he does a lot of hip hop and he also does a lot of R and B. So he kind of mixes the two together. And some of the songs, you know, you get into your feels and whatnot. But sometimes it's a good thing. So Russ, it is. That's my only card pick. Okay, Russ. Russ. Okay. I'm gonna have to look that up because I have not heard, heard of that guy before. All right, to round out the draft here, people, um, I'm gonna go my wild card, Tenacious D. Okay. Oh, all right, nice. a little, a little, just <laughs> kind of random comedy rock band, Joel Jack Black out there, just singing his songs. Um, if you guys don't know Tenacious D, uh, look it up. It's just kind of ridiculous, over the top rock music. They talk about just funny, random, raunchy shit, and it's really funny. Uh, so just a little bit of a different vibe going on out there. And actually, like, genuinely really good music. Like, No, really it is good. <laughs> they're great mu- musicians. They do a great live show. I've never seen them live, but I've seen videos of them play live, and they can put on a fucking show. So 
Tyler, uh, did have you seen on TikTok that there's a there's a band like this one guy that sings just like him? Oh really? And they were and they were oh, like, yeah. covered, they but were the like, guy with the curly hair. And the best, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the best is is um, Jack Black is obviously on TikTok, and he did a, like a duet with him, and he's just like, "What the fuck?" That's <laughs> like, awesome. I love that. It was awesome. Yeah, everyone likes Jack Black, right? I mean, that 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 dude's just funny. He he he's a great entertainer. Um, so I'm gonna go Tenacious D as my wild card. So that rounds out the draft just to go through our final standings real quick. And again, we'll kind of post this on our social media and everyone can vote on what, what is the best music festival. So the James Music Festival features Chris Young, J. Cole, Linkin Park, Justin Bieber, and Russ. All right. The Trading Music Festival is going to feature Luke Combs, Snoop Dogg, ACDC, Elton John, and Holographic Coltrane. All right. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, the I'm Tyler sorry, Music guys. Festival we got Zach Brown Band, Eminem, Imagine Dragons, Halsey, and Tenacious D. All right. I like these picks. These are, I mean, honestly, these would be all three of them would be fantastic to go to. Um, so I'm excited to see what the general public thinks of our lineup. And we'll crown a winner next week. I guess we'll kind of figure out uh, where the votes lie. Uh, so hopefully you guys vote for me because I think mine's the best. But uh, great job, guys. Um, let's, let's look forward to see what the uh, public thinks. I think we learned that Trayden doesn't listen to music of this century. He just yeah. likes dead people. Cool. <laughs> Taking a quick break, but when we return, <laughs> we're going to talk fast food. Semi final. You want to re say what you just said? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <Cut>. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're doing fast food playoffs, semifinals right now. We have one little tiny, tiny change here. We're switching out one girlfriend for one fiance. Jess is not on the podcast today, but our tiebreaker today is Kylie Sakino, who will be marrying Trayden on May 27th in Menifee, which we've talked about multiple times. I have it right on my board right here. That's how I know. I looked up and saw it. Also, fun fact, I just got hand-delivered my invitation to that wedding yesterday. That was cool. Yeah, but you RSVP'd before you got it. I definitely did. I RSVP'd about three weeks ago. So (laughs) kind of important. Anyway. We're talking fast food. We're talking playoffs. We're talking the last two rounds before the finals. First matchup, big matchup. We've had this discussion time and time again. Crazy amounts of times. In and out versus Chick-fil-A. It's a Ooh. big one. Who this wins and why? This is Tyler. This might be okay. the championship here. Yeah, this could be. It's not. Because Jack in the box all messed right. that all up. I'm yeah. actually this may this may surprise people, but I'm gonna go with Chick-fil-A on this one. Um as I said, I've been, a, I love in and out nothing against in and out Like I said, I think best fast food burger out there, but I mean, Chick-fil-A just offers so much more. You get so much more variety and easily, easily hand down that the, the, the tiebreaker between these two are the milkshakes. I mean, Chick-fil-A blows the milkshake game out of the water. Um, so if you want a good milkshake, you got to go to Chick-fil-A. Um, and they said better fries. So you don't, you don't get hamburgers. So obviously don't go to Chick-fil-A if you want a hamburger. Like, <laughs> So that's kind of where it's, 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 it's kind of apples to oranges here. But um, I mean, if you're looking for a quick bite to eat, I mean, I just think Chick-fil-A is probably is, is going to give you more. So I'm going to go Chick-fil-A. It's really par for the course that Tyler said that because, you know, Tyler's been talking about chicken. Hence why two podcasts ago, it's called Nervous Chicken. And his country band is Zach Brown band who sings Chicken Fried. It's really, it's written all well, over. He also said that's last true. week that he loves chicken. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're seeing a and so if you didn't listen to that, it's just, Tyler is a chicken. He is a nervous bird, nervous human. Yep. Boom. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Trade Kylie. In and out of Chick-fil-A. You go. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Oh, my God. 
That's what Trayden does every time we want to go there. <laughs> but I say Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Why do you pick Chick-fil-A over the internet? I just feel like there's more variety. Oh, oh shit. Um, <laughs> there goes the chair. Like, there's more than just a burger and fries and shakes, so you can, like, kind of get what you want there. They don't have burgers, though. As long as it's chicken, to be fair. But they have... <laughs> They do have mac and cheese. Oh, mac and cheese is that game changer. Yeah, mac and cheese. Yeah, and they do have breakfast. Yeah, sure. breakfast. You can also have never had breakfast, Chick-fil-A guys. Breakfast. Oh, bro, you missing is out. Good. Well, hold on. Well, not for you because you're you're no, you don't <laughs> like it. What do you mean? So, breakfast so for me, I'm, I mean, obviously, it's already it's already a done deal. But it's actually funny because in the same parking lot, we have both of these where we live, and. If you look at the lines, they're the exact same. So what do you want to wait for? And nine times out of 10, I'm picking, uh, actually, I should say 10 times out of 10, I'm picking Chick-fil-A, except on Sunday. <laughs> I say that every time. I'm, I'll get salty every Sunday because that's what I want Chick-fil-A the most. But chicken, always happens. <laughs> chicken is, is- I've, I've seen so many, so many parking lots where there's a Chick-fil-A and an in and out in the same parking lot. That's why you go to both and put them together. Yeah. It's like common. There's some common sense. On there. I would never think that's a good idea. Anyway, uh, I picked Chick-fil-A. I mean, I've been barking up that tree since this whole thing started. So, I mean, I did pick In-N-Out last week. That's just so you know. But it's not going against the, it's it's like, it's, you're going against the Tampa Bay Lightning. You don't bet against Tampa Bay Lightning. Wow. Clean sweep. Chick-fil-A moves on to the finals. And by the way, next week, we will be eating these foods on the podcast. The next one. (laughs) Dude, what next one is dinner. It's gonna be great, provided by the podcast. Yeah, not me. Next, <laughs> the next matchup. It's gonna be weird. Two different types once again. Right. Jack in the Box versus Chipotle. Hold on, technical difficulties here, guys. He's he's doing some shit over there. This is look. I said this before. This is the Montreal Canadiens of last year's playoffs, guys. Like, they should not be here. Jack, Jack in the Box is dead. It's done. There's no way that anybody can say, unless you don't have a Chipotle near you, and that's and you have to go to Chip, Jack in the Box, That okay, I get it. But Chipotle is just – it just is fresher. You get – it's just it, – it, it's healthier. It tastes better. It's, it's, it's higher quality food. It's just, come on, <laughs> come on. So he, he picked Jack in the box, everybody, just in case you yeah, yeah. were wondering. Yeah, yeah. With the mini tacos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With American cheese on top of it. Yeah. Super healthy. <laughs> Kylie, please don't pick Chick-fil-A or don't pick Chipotle. Pick Jack in the box. Come on, change it up. <laughs> Jack. I want to put Tyler. Yes. You have it all the time. Oh my, she's lying. She's lying. <laughs> she's never had it once, did she? No. <laughs> they do have good commercials. They do. Oh, so, there we go. It's the freaking head. game changer right there. Yeah. Much better. Yeah, Tyler's all about commercials. We learned that in the Super Bowl yeah, episode. But the difference is you don't, they don't need to have, Chipotle doesn't need to have the commercials to get people to go in the door. They literally have the commercials talking about how fresh their food is. Yeah, yeah but, but it's not as it's just out of the box. I and I, for lack of better term, and, to, and no pun intended. Um, <laughs> well done. I think well done. They have a lot of billboards. And they will, yeah. See, they have a lot of billboards. Their marketing is way higher than Chipotle because it has to be. There we go. Kylie picked Jack in the Box. So Tyler, you are a huge proponent <laughs> of Jack in the Box last right. week, yeah, and yeah. also was a huge proponent of Chipotle for the last three weeks. Yeah. Who's gonna win? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really 
proud of uh, Jack in the Box. I mean, a lot of people don't give him enough credit. I think I think it's a great, great fast food restaurant. Um, it does not give enough credit. It it deserves to be in this final four. Oh my and, god, uh, you're insane! <laughs> it, I'm glad it's here because it deserves more recognition. However, the oh. Cinderella story comes to an end here in the semifinal. Chipotle <laughs> is just better in every way. I've listened to other podcasts. I've talked about how great Chipotle is. They've got great food. It's 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 it's, pr- it's fairly good for you as far as fast food goes. Great app, great customer service, great everything. Chipotle. I guess Chipotle. I guess we could say that Jack in the Box is the little engine that could. It is, and they, <laughs> and they went very far, and I, I I'm very proud of them. Kylie, thank you for your help. Chipotle yeah, won. Wait, we should do. Are you are you going to do a final next week and just? No, oh. that's next week. Yeah. But um, James, I think you should do. We'll do the final, but but I think as we should also do the consolation. Like, well, the final will be the actual food, but you'll okay. do the consolation between to see if to see if uh, we can get the bronze medal to to Jack in the Box. It's not going to happen. But Jack, <laughs> in and out and Jack in the Box for th- I don't know. I think in and out Jack in the Box. That's a that's a much tougher matchup than I think you realize, Trader. It's and at least it's burger, so it'll be a good bar- yeah. bronze medal matchup. Yeah. Hey, so I mean, like we should have all four foods. Yeah, it'll be it'll be that day. We're gonna eat a lot of food. How about we just do two? Like the final? No, 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 no. no. Oh, we gotta go big. <laughs> gotta go big. <laughs> I will not eat my second lunch just so I have enough room for this. We'll be good. Oh God, I love it. Let's do it. Kylie, thank you for your help. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. Bye, Kylie. (laughs) And you guys just heard Kylie's voice for the first time. Her first ever podcast right here on TLDR. She'll be back on to talk about Warriors or something. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully. If the, you know, Warriors make the playoffs. Um, And they will. (laughs) Thank you for listening, everybody. That concludes episode 88. It was a different one this time around. (laughs) We only had one real sports segment because that's what it's going to be like for a while. And Trayton killed that for you. Because baseball is sad. Just like Tyler. Very sad. We did talk a lot of music. That was interesting, to say the least. I hope I win. I probably will. Because, come on, mine are way more popular. Than yeah, you got Russ, bro. Hologram. Yeah, man, Coltrane. Game changer. Coltrane. Come on. Listen to, don't Coltrane. listen to Coltrane. It's not, it's not real Coltrane. You got to find Hologram Coltrane. It's a different thing. Hologram Coltrane. Yeah. <laughs> And then we talk fast food. And next week, we'll get fast food provided by you guys. Thank you very much. Like I said, this wraps up episode 88. We hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>